welcome to our podcast for Sunday the 11th of July from Gifnock South Parish Church here on the south side of Glasgow. Our call to worship says we are here in the name of Christ Jesus. So ask right now and it shall be given to you. Seek right now and you will find. Knock right now and the door will be opened unto you. Let's come together in prayer. Merciful God, we praise you for your unfailing love. We praise you for feeding our hunger for bread and for the bread of life. We praise you for taking our little basket of fish and barley loaves and using it to feed others. We thank you for your daily tender mercies. We thank you for your daily love. We thank you for your daily grace. We call upon you, Lord, to empower us as we declare who you are to a world who needs you. We call upon you, Lord, to inspire us as we seek to inspire others. We call upon you, Lord, to strengthen us in our own weakness. We ask all this in your Son's name. Amen. Our reading this morning comes from Mark's Gospel, Chapter 6, Verses 30 to 34 and then 53 to 56. Listen for the word of God. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then because so many people were coming and going, they did not even have a chance to eat. And he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognised them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so he began teaching them many things. And when they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognised Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Amen, and may God add his blessing to this reading of his own holy word. Most Sundays, as I wait outside at the end of the service, someone will come up to me and say, well, that was for me today. And today's gospel is no different. I don't suppose for most of us it describes our lives. So I want to ask you two questions this morning to see if our gospel reading fits your life the way I think it probably does. And here's the first question. Have you ever made plans for your life? And here's a second question. Have your plans ever been interrupted? Chances are you answered yes to both of those questions. We've all made plans. Maybe it was for a day, a weekend, a holiday, work, finance, family. And we've all experienced the interruption of those plans and circumstances that changed or the unexpected that happened. Today's gospel describes the tension in which we live. And it's the same tension in which Jesus and his disciples lived. 
The apostles have just returned from teaching, from casting out demons and anointing and curing the sick. They're telling Jesus about everything they taught and did. He says to them, come away to a deserted place all by ourselves and let's rest a while. He's made plans and has some expectations of what will happen. A boat trip across the lake will take them to a quiet place and give them some time to rest and eat, or so he thought. His plans, however, are interrupted by all the people who run ahead to meet him and the disciples as soon as the boat lands. His expectations are unmet. There is no quiet, there is no rest. There is only the great crowd of people lost like sheep without a shepherd, interrupting what he had planned. Hasn't that happened to you? The circumstances may be different, but we all know what it's like to have life interrupted. What is it that we say about the best laid plans of mice and men? We all live in the tension between our plans and interruptions, our expectations and the unexpected. Life as we want it to be and life as it happens. Every one of us could tell a story about that. It happens in small ways and in big ways. It's the baby waking up early from what you thought would be a wee quiet hour to yourself. Or a day that had nothing in the calendar that turns into a day of one thing after another. It's taking a new job and finding that you're not actually doing what you planned and you're doing what you never expected to be doing. It's the diagnosis that interrupts retirement plans. It's a shattered dream, a divorce, a death. Our life plans get interrupted in a thousand different ways and the unexpected happens all along the way of life. And I wonder what that looks like for you today. What are the plans or expectations you have for your life? And what are the interruptions or unexpected happenings with which you are dealing? Where is God in all of that for you? When our life plans are interrupted, it's easy and tempting to work even harder to make it happen, reinforce our boundaries, blame others, rage about things not working out, or pray that God will make it all go the way we want it to. Jesus doesn't do any of that. He doesn't turn the boat round when he sees the crowd. He doesn't get angry or resentful. He doesn't blame or complain. He doesn't ignore or deny the interruption. He's simply present to what is. We often hold our plans and the interruptions in opposition, as if it were one or the other. But what if it's actually always both? What if one is not necessarily better or more important than the other? What if we could be equally present to the plans and the interruptions? What if we trusted that God's Spirit was present and moving in both? And I don't mean that God picks or causes one over the other, but that within both the plans and the interruptions, God is present and calling. I'm not suggesting that we take a que-sera-sera attitude, or that we give up planning, or that we just stop caring. What I am suggesting is that everyday life, with all its plans and interruptions, is our most important spiritual practice. Everyday life is where God is. It's where we learn about ourselves. It's a school of love. It teaches patience and offers opportunities to soften our hearts and act with compassion. It invites us into the mystery of creation, how we relate to another, 
mirrors our relationship to God. We learn to forgive, we practice faithfulness and hope amidst the uncertainty of life. That's not taking anything away from prayer or study or outreach or even charitable work or going to church or any of the other things that we might think of as our spiritual practice. It's to recognise that all these are about being in relationship and living everyday life. That means that we must learn to see more deeply and be more present to whatever is, whether planned or unexpected, desired or unwanted. Faithfulness is about being as intentional and caring toward the interruptions as we are to our plans. Isn't that how Jesus lived? That's what we see in today's Gospel reading. And throughout Jesus' life, remember the story before today's? Jesus and the disciples get in a boat and leave the crowds behind and a storm arises. Jesus is asleep. The disciples interrupt his nap. He calms the sea and the wind. And as soon as they get across the sea and Jesus steps out of the boat, he's immediately met by a man with an unclean spirit and Jesus calls the spirit out of the man. It's in Mark 5. They go back across the sea and he's again surrounded by a crowd. Jairus comes to beg Jesus' help for his dying daughter and Jesus goes with him. But then he gets interrupted by the touch of the hemorrhaging woman. She's healed and Jesus continues on with Jairus. Messengers come to say it's useless, the girl's dead. He raises the girl. He goes to his hometown and he teaches but is interrupted by questions and unbelief. And then when we come to today's gospel, it's one interruption after another. All along the way, Jesus is present and faithful to whatever and whoever is before him, whether planned or unexpected. That's not just about tending to the lives of others. That's also how we tend to our own lives. That's how Jesus tended to his life. He knows the Spirit of God blows where it chooses. And that means we are always to be discerning the movement of the Spirit in our lives, in our plans and in our interruptions alike. What is that movement in the plans and interruptions of your life today? In what way is God present and calling in the midst of that? What do you see? What might be hidden at the intersection of your plans and the unexpected? Maybe there's always something of God hidden at that intersection. The feeding of the 5,000 and Jesus walking on the water are hidden at the intersection of Jesus' planned getaway and the interruption by the crowd. The crowd that interrupted Jesus' plans is the 5,000 and all ate and were filled. Those two stories, however, are deliberately not part of today's reading. They fall between the first half of the Gospel at 6.30 Mark and the second half of Mark at 6.53. But what if they weren't omitted or excluded from today's reading? but were intended to be understood as hidden? What if abundance and nourishment, presence and reassurance are somehow hidden at the intersection of our plans and our interruptions? 
What if the edge of Jesus' cloak is always being made available to us? Yes, we have hopes and desires for ourselves and for our lives. But let's not lose sight that God also has hopes and desires for us and for our lives. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our prayers of intercession are based around that little verse from Mark 6.34 that says, And he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Compassionate God, you have compassion enough for all. Lord, in your mercy, have compassion for us. Jesus, out of your compassion for us, you invite us to come away with you, to a place of rest and quiet. Help us to say yes, and then be able to come away with you. Lord, in your mercy, have compassion for each one of us. Lord, out of your compa compassion, you care for those who are harassed, helpless and lost. Sometimes we feel that way ourselves. Lord, in your mercy, have compassion for all of us. Lord, in your compassion, teach us to follow you, to trust you, to love you and to love as you love. Lord, in your compassion, feed us who are hungry, physically, emotionally and spiritually. Lord, in your compassion, heal us in the places we need healed. Lord, in your mercy, have compassion for us. And Lord, in your having compassion for us, teach us to have compassion for others as you do. Help us to show compassion in action the way you did and remind us when it's time to come away with you for quiet and rest. Lord, in your mercy, have compassion for us. Amen. And now the benediction. Go now and embrace the hope to which God has called us. Recognise Christ in friend and stranger. And as Christ has been gracious to you, so be gracious to those in need. And may God give you a place of rest on rich pasture. May Christ Jesus be the shepherd king who binds your wounds. And may the Holy Spirit give you wisdom and reveal to you the fullness of the one who fills all in all. We go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. <music>